0: Welcome, everybody, to yet another episode of the Wrestling Versus the World podcast. If you're enjoying your day, sweet. If not, what the hell ever? Oh my god, I can't believe I'm revisiting this again. Saturday Morning Slam, again, January 19, 2013, which is like, I think, the third episode of the year. Still got another four months of this show before I can move on to the next big project. So, let's kick it off. So, show opens by announcing that Sheamus is in the main event of the show, and for the first time ever in this series, We've got a divas match. And it's gonna be Natalia versus Alicia Fox. So that's gonna open up the show and once again, Booker T's on commentary. So good. Look, I like Booker T, but is he needed on every show? Like every single week. So the weird thing is I didn't realize this so I was looking it looking up that both men were women were baby faces at this point. Like Alicia had been faced since I think summer 2012, and Natalia had been phased since... I think around that same time, because that's when she did the whole thing of YAY I'M FUCKING THE GREAT collie. And for some reason we got Hornswallow running around, because we need men of different sizes and all this fucking polygamy r- relationship shit. But the match starts off weirdly because, like, both women are doing reversals for moves, and Natalia decides to applaud Alicia. YAY YOU DID REVERSALS! WOOHOO! And then even when Natalia is doing reversals of her own out of moves, she's then Natalia starts showing like, see, I can do reversals too. Woohoo! It's like who cares? Wrestle. Now I will say one good thing Alicia did in this match. She landed on her feet out of a monkey flip in the corner, which takes athleticism. So good moment there. And then after she misses a drop kick, she was quick to get to the ropes to stop the sharpshooter from getting locked on. So thank goodness for that. Alicia did that whole brink going on her hands like a handstand at first into a head scissors, But then whatever she did after after that got the camera cut treatment. Fuck! And then she gets a Northern Light Suplex for two. They slow the action down with some body scissors. And then the match suddenly abruptly ends because Natalia gets out of the hold. She's trying to lift Alicia under her shoulders and Alicia tries to go into a Sunset Flip. But then Natalia stops it, locks on the sharpshooter, that's it. It's like, you didn't even build for this. You didn't even weaken the woman down to make your sharpshooter effective. But yeah, you barely did anything and that was all you had to do to beat Alicia Fox. Alicia did more in terms of action and everything in offense compared to Natalya in this. And yet, Alicia still easily lost. Now next up, you got Ceremony Spotlight. They pretty much replay the video package you saw at the end of last time. Like, involving Seamus, maybe some differences in there. Like, talk about, Oi, 2013 fella, I want to be World Heavyweight Champion again. It's like, I don't understand. Did anybody ever get hyped for these Saturday morning spotlight segments or anything like that? Because these, they're just, they suck. It's just like, hey, here's a person. We're going to mash up some footage together and keep doing a bunch of, like, cuts on the footage. Because we can't show somebody getting hit in the head there. It's not TVG. Now you got the main event, because there wasn't a whole lot to this show. I mean, there's more matches compared to last time. The last time was Boner versus Savior. Now you got Sheamus in the main event. It's not announced who he phases yet, but he cuts a pre-match promo saying, Welcome, everybody, to the Saturday morning slam show, fella. Like, you're saying welcome, but it's not the top of the show. You had a match that preceded this. Then, of course, oi, I was a wrestling fan as a child. I liked Randy Savage, Bret the Hitman Hart, and Shawn Michaels. There's no greater feeling than being a WWE superstar, so generic shit. Oh, I, oi, I like this wrestler. I like that wrestler. I shit my pants when I was a baby. So, he's saying that in order to get ready to become a World Heavyweight Champion, he wants to face the biggest and strongest in the company, most likely being Big Show, because I think... He might have still been World Heavyweight Champion at this time. I don't remember if he had lost it to Del Rio yet. I mean, I know this show was pre-taped probably like a month in advance. So he's wanting face to make his in the company. He's like, oi, but my show, my choice wasn't available, fella. So here's Michael McGillicuddy. So he's not, so you're pretty much admitting, oi, he's not the biggest or the strongest of fella. And this would be several months before Michael McGillicuddy became Curtis Axel. So, get to the action. Seamus is overpowering Michael McGillicuddy with back-to-back shoulder blocks and even a hip toss, which sends McGillicuddy into retreat. They both get in the ring, and they start doing the whole crisscrossing, running shtick in the ring, like bouncing off the ropes over and over. But then after a moment, Seamus jumps out of the ring, he goes to the commentary table, and starts drinking water while McGillicuddy repeatedly just keeps running the ropes, going in a commercial break. It's like, oi, THIS IS FUNNY, FELLA! Then after the break, McGillicuddy's still running the ropes, and Sheamus is enjoying water. How did Sheamus not get counted out during all this? Like, I get it, like, they probably cut maybe a few seconds between the commercials and everything, but you think realistically, when you look at the time of the commercial, it would make you think that Sheamus was outside of of the ring during the entire commercial break. So how did he not get counted out? And how did Michael McGillicuddy during that time not realize that Sheamus wasn't in the ring? You'd think he'd be aware of it because he would have to get into the ring to break up the count out. And then McGillicuddy would realize, Oh, why are you outside the ring? So Sheamus gets in the ring. McGillicuddy is out of breath. <laughs> Probably had a massive orgasm. And he Sheamus gives him water, which he drinks. But then McGillicuddy like, starts screaming at him. it's like, this is serious. I'm a serious wrestler. What are you doing? Since when are you a serious wrestler? You'll be the B team five years later. For fuck's sake, you're going to wear a t-shirt that has the letter B drawn on with Sharpie marker. So, afterwards, McGillicuddy's pissed. He leaves the ring, and he's trying to hide behind, like, a ring post and apron area to hide from Sheamus. Almost, it almost seemed like what Jerry Lawler did with one of the Royal Rumbles, except he's not actually under the ring. Sheamus's like, "Oi, I know what he's doing, Feta. So he runs around from the other side of the ring to get behind McGillicuddy, and as soon as McGillicuddy gets up, he gets anally probed by Sheamus's boot. Oi, oh, this is funny, fella. I just fucked him in the ass with me boot. How'd that not get a camera cut treatment? You got you just showed on a TVG show... Of a guy getting fucked in the ass... By another man's boot. But yeah, we can't see headshots. We can't see an arm ringer with an elbow to the arm. But you can show anal penetration. Lovely. So... They try getting back in the ring... And McGillicuddy's thrown in. And he gets a moment... Like he drop kicks Sheamus, who's trying to get it on the apron and get it in the ring, and then baseball slides Sheamus onto the floor. Okay, well then McGillicuddy he's got a waistlock when they get in the ring, and then they're back up, holds broken, and Sheamus starts kicking McGillicuddy's leg from out of his leg, and then pulls off an airplane spin. Okay, yep, don't see that that often, which makes McGillicuddy dizzy, but not Sheamus. And then in the moment of dizziness, McGillicuddy rolls up the referee with schoolboy roll up, and Sheamus counts to three. Like, oh, yeah, I won! And he impersonates Sheamus with the celebration, so I thought you were supposed to be a serious wrestler, yet you're imitating somebody else like that. The Sheamus, after raising his hand, and McGillicuddy realizing, oh, shit, I pinned the wrong person, gets dropped to the white noise, and boom, that's it. So, Sheamus wins. And surprisingly, there weren't any camera cuts in this one, unlike Sheamus' match with Titus O'Neil about a month prior, which is just camera cut central now, wasn't it? Now, surprisingly, this wasn't the end of the show just yet because we had one more thing left to close the show. Natalia is pulling double duty like she did with this Superstar spectacle show that just happened just, like, within the last month or two. And she's interviewed... because she's all dressed and she's now interviewing The Miz. It's announced that on the next show, The Miz is going to be facing Darren Young on Saturday Night Slam. What then leaves the primetime players to get involved. Darren is busy with his hair pick, and Titus O'Neil is blowing a whistle. Just tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh... Flag on the play, no good, uh, or any other NFL terminology. I, I don't watch football. But the Miz is just like, hey, next week I'm going to beat Darren Young, and you can take that t- t- shit in your whistle and blow it or whatever the fuck. Okay, that's got me hyped. So, yeah, at least we know what's happening next week. But this, oh, my God, <laughs> this is not fun. I feel like I must have been terrible in a past life to have to try to endure this show just for the podcast. Because like I said, the women's match, yeah, it was impressive athleticism by Alicia Fox, but there wasn't a whole lot of action. And then the Sheamus match was just way too goofy. Like, almost as goofy as when he was dressed as King of the Ring, being with that lobster head crown and the green cape, being like, I'm goofy, fella! So yeah, I'm not anticipating the next episode. I'm sure none of y'all are either. So anyway, let me know what you thought in the comment section below. What do you think about this episode of Saturday Morning Slam? Ugh! Like I said, the last episode I think is coming up in mid-May, so there's still at least 15 more episodes that I gotta sit through, and then we get on to the next big project. So, if you enjoyed today's episode, folks, leave, me, leave a like, subscribe with the bell turned on, let me know what you all know in the comments section below. If you enjoyed today's episode, please remember to leave a like, subscribe, yeah, just, you know what to do. Thanks for listening, everybody, like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, good day, everybody, my brain is fucking melted, I need some gin.